We are reading Exodus chapters 39 through 40 and Psalms 38 and 39 here on Commuter Bible OT. Our time in the book of Exodus comes to a close today, but our journey with Moses and the nation of Israel in the wilderness has just begun. Remember, the book of Exodus is one of five books in a set of books called the Pentateuch, and it all tells one continuous narrative. Here in the final two chapters of Exodus, Israel finishes creating all of the items that would be used in assembling their portable house and temple for God Almighty, called the Tabernacle. The work on the Tabernacle reaches its conclusion, the pieces are assembled, Moses inspects the work to make sure it has all been done to code, and by the end of today's episode, the Lord shows up in power. Exodus Chapters 39 through 40. They made specially woven garments for ministry in the sanctuary, and the holy garments for Aaron from the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Bezalel made the ephod of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. They hammered out thin sheets of gold and cut threads from them to interweave with the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and the fine linen in a skillful design. They made shoulder pieces for attaching it. It was joined together at its two edges. The artistically woven waistband that was on the ephod was of one piece with the ephod, according to the same workmanship of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then they mounted the onyx stones surrounded with gold filigree settings, engraved with the names of Israel's sons, as a gem cutter engraves a seal. He fastened them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. He also made the embroidered breastpiece with the same workmanship as the ephod of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. They made the breastpiece square and folded double, nine inches long and nine inches wide. They mounted four rows of gemstones on it. The first row was a row of carnelian, topaz, and emerald. The second row, a turquoise, a lapis lazuli, and a diamond. The third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They were surrounded with gold filigree in their settings. The twelve stones corresponded to the names of Israel's sons. Each stone was engraved like a seal with one of the names of the twelve tribes. They made braided chains of pure gold cord for the breastpiece. They also fashioned two gold filigree settings and two gold rings and attached the two rings to its two corners. Then they attached the two gold cords to the two gold rings on the corners of the breastpiece. They attached the other ends of the two cords to the two filigree settings. And in this way, they attached them to the ephod's shoulder pieces in front. They made two other gold rings and put them at the two other corners of the breastpiece on the edge that is next to the inner border of the ephod. They made two more gold rings 
and attached them to the bottom of the ephod's two shoulder pieces on its front, close to its seam, above the ephod's woven waistband. Then they tied the breastpiece from its rings to the rings of the ephod with a cord of blue yarn, so that the breastpiece was above the ephod's waistband and did not come loose from the ephod. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made the woven robe of the ephod entirely of blue yarn. There was an opening in the center of the robe, like that of body armor, with a collar around the opening, so that it would not tear. They made pomegranates of finely spun blue, purple, and scarlet yarn on the lower hem of the robe. They made bells of pure gold and attached the bells between the pomegranates, all around the hem of the robe between the pomegranates. A bell and a pomegranate alternating all around the lower hem of the robe to be worn for ministry. They made it just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made the tunics of fine woven linen for Aaron and his sons. They made the turban and the ornate headbands of fine linen, the linen undergarments of finely spun linen, and the sash of finely spun linen expertly embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made a medallion, a holy diadem, out of pure gold and wrote on it an inscription like the engraving on a seal. Holy to the Lord. They attached a cord of blue yarn to it in order to mount it on the turban, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So all the work for the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, was finished. The Israelites did everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They brought the tabernacle to Moses. The tent with all its furnishings, its clasps, its supports, its crossbars, and its pillars and bases. The covering of ram skins dyed red, and the covering of fine leather. The curtain for the screen the Ark of the Testimony with its poles and the mercy seat, the table, all its utensils, and the bread of the presence, the pure gold lampstand with its lamps arranged and all its utensils, as well as the oil for the light, the gold altar, the anointing oil, the fragrant incense, the screen for the entrance to the tent, the bronze altar with its bronze grate, its poles, and all its utensils, the basin with its stand, the hangings of the courtyard, its posts and bases, the screen for the gate of the courtyard, its ropes and tent pegs, 
and all the furnishings for the service of the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and the specially woven garments for ministering in the sanctuary, the holy garments for the priest Aaron and the garments for his sons to serve as priests. The Israelites had done all the work according to everything the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses inspected all the work they had accomplished. They had done just as the Lord commanded. Then Moses blessed them. The Lord spoke to Moses. You are to set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, on the first day of the first month. Put the ark of the testimony there and screen off the ark with the curtain. Then bring in the table and lay out its arrangement. Also bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. Place the gold altar for incense in front of the ark of the testimony. Put up the screen for the entrance to the tabernacle. Position the altar of burnt offering in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. Place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Assemble the surrounding courtyard and hang the screen for the gate of the courtyard. Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and everything in it. Consecrate it along with all its furnishings so that it will be holy. Anoint the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils. Consecrate the altar so that it will be especially holy. Anoint the basin and its stand and consecrate it. Then bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Clothe Aaron with the holy garments, anoint him and consecrate him so that he can serve me as a priest. Have his sons come forward and clothe them in tunics. Anoint them just as you anointed their father, so that they may also serve me as priests. Their anointing will serve to inaugurate a permanent priesthood for them throughout their generations. Moses did everything just as the Lord had commanded him. The tabernacle was set up in the first month of the second year, on the first day of the month. Moses set up the tabernacle. He laid its bases, positioned its supports, inserted its crossbars, and set up its pillars. Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent on top of it, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses took the testimony and placed it in the ark, and attached the poles to the ark. He set the mercy seat on top of the ark. He brought the ark into the tabernacle, put up the curtain for the screen, and screened off the ark of the testimony, just as the Lord had commanded him. Moses placed the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle, outside the curtain. He arranged the bread on it before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. He put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle and set up the lamps before the Lord just as the Lord had commanded him. 
Moses installed the gold altar in the tent of meeting, in front of the curtain, and burned fragrant incense on it, just as the Lord had commanded him. He put up the screen at the entrance to the tabernacle. He placed the altar of burnt offering at the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered the burnt offering and the grain offering on it, just as the Lord had commanded him. He set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. Moses, Aaron, and his sons washed their hands and feet from it. They washed whenever they came to the tent of meeting and approached the altar, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Next, Moses set up the surrounding courtyard for the tabernacle and the altar and hung a screen for the gate of the courtyard. So Moses finished the work. The cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses was unable to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud rested on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The Israelites set out whenever the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle throughout all the stages of their journey. If the cloud was not taken up, they did not set out until the day it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and there was a fire inside the cloud by night, visible to the entire house of Israel throughout all the stages of their journey. Psalm 38 Lord, do not punish me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath for your arrows have sunk into me and your hand has pressed down on me. There is no soundness in my body because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have flooded over my head. They are a burden too heavy for me to bear. My wounds are foul and festering because of my foolishness. I am bent over and brought very low. All day long I go around in mourning, for my insides are full of burning pain, and there is no soundness in my body. I am faint and severely crushed. I groan because of the anguish of my heart. Lord, my every desire is in front of you. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart races, my strength leaves me, and even the light of my eyes has faded. My loved ones and friends stand back from my affliction, and my relatives stand at a distance. Those who intend to kill me set traps, and those who want to harm me threaten to destroy me. They plot treachery all day long. I am like a deaf person. I do not hear. I am like a speechless person who does not open his mouth. I am like a man who does not hear and has no arguments in his mouth. 
for I put my hope in you, Lord. You will answer me, Lord my God. For I said, Don't let them rejoice over me, those who are arrogant toward me when I stumble. For I am about to fail, and my pain is constantly with me. So I confess my iniquity. I am anxious because of my sin. But my enemies are vigorous and powerful. Many hate me for no reason. Those who repay evil for good attack me for pursuing good. Lord, do not abandon me. My God, do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, my Lord, my salvation. Psalm 39 I said, I will guard my ways so that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle as long as the wicked are in my presence. I was speechless and quiet. I kept silent, even from speaking good, and my pain intensified. My heart grew hot within me. As I mused, a fire burned. I spoke with my tongue. Lord, Make me aware of my end and the number of my days so that I will know how short-lived I am. In fact, you have made my days just inches long and my lifespan is as nothing to you. Yes, every human being stands as only a vapor. Yes, a person goes about like a mere shadow. Indeed, They rush around in vain, gathering possessions without knowing who will get them. Now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Rescue me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the taunt of fools. I am speechless. I do not open my mouth because of what you have done. Remove your torment from me. Because of the force of your hand, I am finished. You discipline a person with punishment for iniquity, consuming like a moth what is precious to him. Yes, every human being is only a vapor. Hear my prayer, Lord, and listen to my cry for help. Do not be silent at my tears. For I am here with you as an alien, a temporary resident like all my ancestors. Turn your angry gaze from me, so that I may be cheered up before I die and am gone. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know Him, and He will make your paths straight. 